You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Cardinals for Tuesday, October the 12th. Thanks for making it your first listen of the day. I am Lucas Smith, host of the show. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see right there that my Twitter is at LJFastball. Follow the show on Twitter on and Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. Email is L is it LockedOnCards at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in today and every day that you tune in. Apologies for not getting a show out yesterday on Monday. Had some power outage issues and some Wi-Fi issues as well to boot. We're all up and running today. Everything's connected. Everything's flashing green. So we are good to go on today's episode. Brought to you in part today by Rock Auto. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need is at rockauto.com. Been a wild postseason to start for the 2021 postseason. We've had some storylines develop already. Giants-Dodgers. We have three teams on the brink of elimination playing today. Could see three series end. We could see all three continue with the White Sox and Astros uh, being uh, extended a day due to a rainout. Giants, Dodgers, uh, the Giants on the brink of eliminating the Dodgers, and then the Braves um, continue to shut out the Brewers as the Brewers continue to struggle to hit. Uh, in, in that series, we'll get to, to kind of the postseason reaction in segment number three. What I want to start with, though. In segments one and two, who is the MVP of the 2021 season? Now that we've kind of had a little bit of time to relax, digest, it's been just just under a week, six days since the Cardinals' final game of the 2021 season and the 3-1 to loss to the Los Angeles Dodgers. I know that can be painful to remember, but nevertheless, it did happen. So we're going to go ahead and break down the regular season because th- th- this regular season did have some incredible moments. We got some a Twitter poll, an Instagram poll that you guys responded to that I'll share your responses um, as well as give my thoughts because we're going to go MVP today, Cy Young on Wednesday, Reliever of the Year on Thursday, and then Rookie of the Year on Friday, as well as some other news and notes. And every show, be reacting to kind of the, the day's news and the postseason updates as they come around as we get deeper and deeper into this October run. In my opinion, it comes down to, to three candidates for the Cardinals' most valuable player, in my opinion. Four, if you want to argue with it, and we'll, we'll go with all those. We're going to go Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, and Tyler O'Neill. Also be talking about Adam Wainwright because the Twitter poll showed a lot of Adam Wainwright um, enthusiasts. And I'm not trying to uh, say anything negative about Adam Wainwright. I would never <laughs> uh, dream of that too much. But nevertheless, I do want to just kind of talk about the, the, the three. Because we'll talk about Adam Wainwright. As I said, a spoiler alert many, many times that Adam Wainwright is my Cardinal Cy Young. But we'll break it down tomorrow. My MVP is not Adam Wainwright. You know, I'll, I'll get to that why here in, in a little bit. We're going to start with, with, with just looking at some numbers because I'm big on looking at numbers. We're going to start with Nolan Arenado. 157 games this year, 653 plate appearances, 593 at-bats in his first season in a Cardinal uniform. 151 hits, 34 doubles, 34 home runs. He drove in 105 runs driven in. Uh, 255 batting average, 312 on base, 494 slugging for an 807 OPS. Total OPS plus of 121. Again, the baseline for that is 100. Above 100 is above the average. Kind of takes the ballpark into account and gives you the idea of who the whole hitter was. So Nolan Arenado, not a bad season by any stretch of the imagination. Maybe you would like to see a few more walks. Maybe 
Uh, a couple more hits here and there, but by and large, a fine, fine season for Nolan Arenado. Now let's look at the numbers for Paul Goldschmidt. 158 games, so very similar. Just one more game for Goldschmidt. 679 plate appearances, 603 at-bats. So 10 more at-bats for Paul Goldschmidt this season. 102 runs scored, 177 hits. That is the most of the three that I'll be talking about. Also has the most doubles with 36. 31 home runs, 99 runs driven in. Struck out 136 times, drew 67 walks. Uh, 294 the batting average, 365 the on base, 514 the slugging. Both of those, all three of those, are the um, or the first two there are the highest of the two, and then the slugging is the second highest. 879 OPS on base plus slugging, 143 OPS plus. And now we get to arguably the most exciting player on this list, and that's Tyler O'Neill. 138 games was limited a little bit early on due to injury. 482 was his total at bats. He hit 286. 5-6 slugging uh, on base with 352 and his OPS was 912 an OPS plus of 150 for O'Neal 26 doubles 34 home runs 80 runs driven in stole 15 bags as well and you might be surprised to know that Paul Goldschmidt stole 12 bags of his own a lot of things to, to, to think about here when you're looking at who the MVP is for the 2021 St. Louis Cardinals because all three of these players meant a ton to the team. This is basically almost like picking who is the MVP of the MV3 in 2004. Yeah, there are certain arguments, in my opinion, especially in 2021, there are certain arguments for all three of these players. You look at Nolan Arenado coming in and solidifying that third base position when all due respect to Matt Carpenter, who in my opinion has played his last game as a Cardinal, wasn't cutting it the last two or three seasons. And I don't think that's too far you know, out of the order. In 2018, I think, was his last solid season so you look at Nolan Arenado that way Paul Goldschmidt solidifying first base making the defense a ton better but then again Arenado did the same thing then you have Tyler O'Neill coming in to his own in 2021 because for years it was oh this is going to be Randall Richard 2.0 oh boy this he's not going to pan out the Cardinals picked the wrong outfielder again and Tyler O'Neill proved them wrong in my opinion O'Neill's the youngest of these three gentlemen he and like I said, the most exciting. He has the highest slugging percentage of these three in this season. Highest on uh, OPS, highest OPS plus. Tied second for the most home runs. Tyler uh, with Nolan Arenado, both having 34. Runs driven in, I think, just has to do with the runner's scoring position. Didn't hit extremely well. Um, did did O'Neill, but nevertheless, and also runs driven in is also a circumstantial stat sometimes when you know you, you you only get so many opportunities with runners on base so I think that when you're looking at Tyler O'Neill the the biggest thing for O'Neill the negative there is the strikeout rate it's the highest at 31.3 percent according all these are according to, to baseballreference.com walk percentage is the lowest at 7.1 but his extra base hit percentage 11.6 is the highest so he's getting a lot of extra base hits Looking at the other um, ratio numbers for for Wainwright or for uh, Arenado and for Goldschmidt, strikeout rate for Arenado is just 14.7%. Goldschmidt is 20. Walk rate for Goldschmidt 9.9%, and that's pretty good. 7.7 for Nolan Arenado. 10.2 is the extra base hit percentage for Paul Goldschmidt, and 10.9 is the extra base hit percentage of Nolan Arenado. All these numbers are extremely important. Strikeout percentage is important because you don't want players that strike out a ton. Walk percentage, you want players that can get walks. And extra base hits percentage, especially for these three types of hitters, two, three, four, you, you're going to want a lot of extra base hits, especially three, four in your lineup. 
Maybe with the kind of the new way of baseball looking at things, maybe you look at more of a 2-3 being your extra base hitters in your lineup. And all three of these gentlemen have extra base hits upwards of 10% of the time. That is very solid. You also look at the home run percentage, which takes into account just home run percent. Uh, Goldschmidt at 4.6%, 5.2% for Nolan Arenado, 6.3% for Tyler O'Neill. Because I mentioned he has 34 home runs, which is tied for second most among these three. And he's got the least amount of plate appearances and the least amount of at-bats this season. And he scored 89 runs, which is more than Nolan Arenado's 81 runs scored. So Nolan so you could make an argument that based on these numbers, Tyler O'Neill is doing more in a limited and in a lesser amount of time, just because he had less at bats due to injuries, like I mentioned early on in the season. So those numbers all, in my opinion, look to Tyler O'Neill. But you have to also take into account some intangible factors here when you're looking at all three. And all three have pretty good intangible factors when you're looking at who they replaced, what were they came out of um, their improvement from year to year when you're looking especially at Tyler O'Neill, who they replaced, looking at more Tyler, Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt. So I'll talk about those intangible factors coming up here in segment number two. But but the numbers for all three of these people are good. And what we because of an overwhelming vote for Adam Wainwright in the Twitter poll, let, let's look at his numbers real quick before we go to break. 17-7, and seven, that's his most wins in any season since 2014 when he won 20 games. 305 ERA. That's his most. That's his lowest ERA in a full season dating back to 2014. Overall, his lowest ERA is since 2015. 206 and two th- and one third of an innings pitched is his most dating back to 2016 when he threw 198 in- innings pitched. He had a WHIP of 1.05. He had a fielding independent pitching of 3.66, which is very good, and an ERA plus of 127, which is his highest in a full season again since the All Star campaign of 2014. He was very good this year. Don't get me wrong. He's, he's like I mentioned, he's going to get some votes in some other categories here, but to me, he's not going to get my MVP vote just because he wasn't out there every day. And I understand he was extremely valuable to this pitching staff. Without him, it's really unknown as to what, what the starting pitching staff would have been or if, if Adam Wainwright would have pitched like a quote-unquote normal 2000, or <laughs> 2000, a normal 40-year-old. This pitching staff would have been out of sorts. I understand that. But to me, to be a team's MVP, and again, that this is just for Locked on Cardinals purposes, but to be an MVP as a pitcher means you've got to go out there and utterly just flat out dominate night in and night out, not have a bad start. And you can you could say that those standards are too high, but in my opinion, Wainwright was extremely dominant this season, but to me, not enough to be the MVP. We can argue, we can debate, you can DM me on Twitter, Instagram, email, we'll talk about it. No matter what, we'll have a discussion about it. Not trying to take anything away from his season at all, but I'm going to stick with one of those three to be the team's MVP. Uh, but I will share your your thoughts as well as to what you shared on social media. But we do have to take a quick break first. When I come back, be sharing your responses to the Twitter poll and Instagram poll, as well as giving you my vote for the MVP. And in segment three, giving you guys a postseason update from the eyes of myself. So I'll do all that and more coming up in just a moment. But as I mentioned, today's title sponsor is Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's almost impossible now for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need in one place. You don't want to endure pointless or intimidating questioning from these people when they look up the parts that they happen to have on their computers behind their desk. 
You have access to rockauto.com at home or on the go in your pocket, and they will have the parts you need rockauto.com. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto. It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every single customer. Whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or you are a car junkie doing this stuff every day, prices are reliably low. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, or even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and be sure to write Locked On in their header to hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com You guys had some good responses shared on Instagram and on the Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals. We're going to start with the the Instagram. We've uh, shared a a voting poll as well as gave you guys an an opportunity to to share why you feel uh, the player you voted for won the MVP. So first of all, the overall vote, 37 voted for Paul Goldschmidt, 19 voted for Tyler O'Neill, 3 voted for Nolan Arenado, and 0 for other. Had some responses give a reason why. Aaron Dodd-Fackler, don't know who he voted for, um, but he didn't say it, but he said he was the most consistent offensive player and was very valuable uh, defensively. Um, so the other responses, Drew Dot Chambers says he O'Neal was the best player in my opinion, but after the first month, Goldie was the most consistent. Uh, Tyler Dot Schoonover thirty says Goldie because of the dependability and consistency. Th- those those are two big factors. The MVP, rarely do you see somebody win an MVP who who was hurt for a chunk, small or large portion of the year. Very rarely. I think part of being an MVP, part of being the team's best player, is being dependable each and every day. And I'm not saying just because O'Neal got hurt, that's going to take him completely out, because he was so good in such a limited amount of time that you had to consider him. He had a career year. You know, he's had a very short career to date, but he's had a career year overall. So that's why he's on this list. That's why we're discussing Tyler O'Neill as the Cardinals MVP. So thank you to everybody who shared on the uh, Instagram story there and now we move over to the twitter uh, again both these at lo underscore cardinals had 63 votes come in for this poll 43 percent said paul Goldschmidt. but 27 percent said tyler o'neill 14 percent said nolan arenado 16 percent said other and these are all the replies that said adam wainwright uh, christian beecham at cg underscore beecham wayno David uh, Kleinstuber, apologies if I pronounced that wrong, said other Wayno because we aren't in the wild card if he doesn't perform the way he did this season. That is an excellent v- uh, argument. That is that is 100% something that, that that was considered by me, that is considered by me for tomorrow's show. We're talking about the Cy Young, because I agree. Without his performance throughout the year, the Cardinals probably aren't making the wild card. But also, without the offensive performance during that 17-game winning streak, the Cardinals don't make the playoffs either. So still, a uh, very compelling argument. Uh, Johan Berenfeldt, apologies again if I pronounce that wrong, said Wayno. Here comes Cyclone, said at Uncle Charlie 50, actually tagging Wainwright. Uh, uh, Bearden at KY Cards Fan says Wainwright. And here comes a Cyclone, said second the motion. And then Terry Jones at TD Jones 53 said Wayno. Like I said, a lot of people on Twitter wanting Adam Wainwright to get this sign or to get this MVP nod from me on Locked on Cardinals. However, I, I just don't think that there's enough for me to to say that he's the MVP. He had an exceptional season. 
I, I, I'm going to give the MVP to one of the other three three men. When you're looking at Nolan Arenado, he had a, an incredible year. The intangibles were that he replaced Matt Carpenter, improved the team defensively, improved the team offensively. Paul Goldschmidt did the same thing in 2019 when he came over, allowing Matt Carpenter to move to a different position, and he improved the team defensively and offensively. Tyler O'Neill did the same thing in the outfield as he won a gold glove in 2020, and his speed as well, stealing 15 bags, uh, and just electric player on the field. When you're looking at the biggest moments of the season, Tyler O'Neill arguably provided the most electric moment with a home run against San Diego. In the midst of that winning streak uh, on a weekend at night at Bush Stadium, a two-run shot after he had gotten robbed of a strike three call earlier in the game. That was a pretty big moment. Tyler O'Neill had some pretty big moments in the weekend series in Chicago as well. Also, during that winning streak, some pretty big home runs. Hit a couple outs out of Wrigley Field. But to me, even though Tyler O'Neill put up arguably some astonishing numbers in a short amount of time, I've got to go Paul Goldschmidt. Paul Goldschmidt is my MVP for the 2021 season. You can make an argument for any three of these hitters. You could obviously, as I mentioned, make an argument for Adam Wainwright. But to me, the consistency and dependability, as it was put elegantly in the Instagram story response, one of them, that to me gets the nod for MVP because the MVP has to be out there every day. Paul Goldschmidt played 158 games. That means there was only three games, or four games, excuse me, that he did not play. No, three games. <laughs> can't count. Four games. Still can't count. Oh, my goodness. 168, 158 games for Paul Goldschmidt this season. 679 play appearances. 603 uh, at-bats. When, when you're getting those kind of at-bats from hitting anywhere from two or three in the lineup, it means you're, you're, you're producing. Paul Goldschmidt produced this season. Second highest slugging among the among these three, 879 OPS. He 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 is the team he is the team MVP in my opinion. If you want to have a discussion, I'd love to have a discussion because this is this this year for the 2021 team is an interesting discussion because so many different players mean so much to to a team in different ways. But to me, Paul Goldschmidt is the team's best offensive player. Uh, this season and was the team's MVP. If you want to have a discussion, by all means, let's do it. I'm not trying to challenge anybody, but I'm welcoming any discussion uh, on email, Instagram comments, whatever you have. Uh, who you guys think is the team MVP, let me know. Uh, some of you already have, and I thank you for that as well. So that's going to do it for the Cardinal updates. Uh, again, tomorrow we're talking about the Cy Young Award winner and how, yes, I might have already teased it too much, but who else besides Adam Weinart is in contention for that Cy Young? Let me know uh, at Twitter. Uh, LJ Fastball or the show on Twitter and Instagram, LO underscore Cardinals. Got to take one quick break and then I give uh, my, my postseason thoughts so far. As like I mentioned, we have three, te- three teams on the brink of elimination uh, going into action today. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we all love money, so I'm going to tell you how you can win yourself some money, and that is bet online. Because you can make some bets on the pro and college football action this season. Bet Online is the number one spot for all of pro and college football action this season. They have a new updated site and interface, and they have more odds, more props, and more contests. Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive a 50% welcome bonus by entering the promo code LOCKED ON on your first deposit. That means if you deposit 100 bucks into the promo code LOCKED ON, you get 
50 extra dollars just for signing up from football, basketball, baseball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. As I mentioned, playoff baseball is upon us, and it's been an exciting one so far to start 2021. All four series compelling. Even the Red Sox Rays, which only went four games, was compelling because it was an upset in a lot of people's eyes, and it had some exciting finishes. One extra inning game that went 13 innings, a walk-off home run, and then a walk-off sacrifice fly to send the Red Sox into the National League Championship Series. Very exciting series there. You had the, the weird play of the Kevin Kiermeyer fly ball to right field, hit the wall, hit the ground, hit the fielder, Hunter Renfro, hopped on over. That was called a ground rule double correctly. But what if that stayed in play? Diaz Yandy Diaz was likely going to score. But that series in and of itself, I think that, that, that this proves why the AL East was the best division in all of baseball in 2021. Because you had three teams from that division make it. You had a pretty solid game against the Red Sox and Yankees. Pretty solid for the most part. And you had a great series between the Red Sox and Rays. Any given night, any three of those teams could have gotten hot and made it made, made an October run. Any given night. The AL Central, or the AL East, excuse me, was the best division in baseball in 2021. And it's fitting that they have a team advancing to the American League Championship Series. Would I like to see the Rays in it over the Red Sox? Maybe. <laughs> Not huge on the Red Sox, being a Cardinal follower, Cardinal fan for many years. But still a very compelling series, and I think no matter whether it's Red Sox, White Sox, which that could be a storyline in and of itself, or Red Sox, Astros. You have Alex Cora, former bench coach for the Astros, uh, managing for the Red Sox. Whoever wins the other ALDS, which is starting today, uh, Game 4 starting today between the White Sox and Astros. Tons of storylines. Let's let's talk about that White Sox-Astros series. Because right now, the White Sox are down 2-1, game four is at home. And Ryan Tapera made some very fascinating comments, saying that you, know, you look at the swings and misses, shock, not surprising that um, Astros weren't hitting as well on the road versus how well they were hitting at home. Numbers don't really back that up throughout the regular season. But either way, I understand that maybe the Astros could deserve those comments because of what they did in 2017. But why are you poking the bear? As many people have said on their own shows, the Astros don't need any more fuel. This Astros team, as annoying as it might be to some people, is a good baseball team. Plain and simple. And they have a chance to eliminate the Chicago White Sox today uh, as Carlos Rodon gets a start for Chicago and Lance McCullers Jr., who pitched very well in game number one, is getting the start for the Houston Astros. As much as I might not really enjoy the Astros offense, I really do enjoy Lance McCullers Jr., so it'll be fun to watch him pitch. He also had a controversial call there. Johnny uh, Gasmani Grandal was hit by a throw from the, at the pitcher or catcher um, running down first base. No interference called. Again, the correct call there uh, in, in that series. And moving over to the National League. Not a lot of hitting going on in Atlanta or Milwaukee in the National League Division Series. Both these teams are very solid teams. Braves normally have a very good offense, but it just has not been a very 
highly offensive series. Just, the, the pitching has just absolutely dominated. Look at the scores. In Game 3, it was Atlanta 3, Milwaukee nothing. You look at Game 2, it was Atlanta 3, Milwaukee nothing. You look at Game 1, it was Milwaukee 2, Atlanta 1. Milwaukee hasn't scored since Game number 1. That obviously is going to have to change here in Game number 4 a little bit later on tonight. I just think, I'm not saying Milwaukee didn't deserve to be. I just think Milwaukee does not have a postseason caliber offense at this time. They just haven't haven't hit, plain and simple. I know pitching is going to win you some championships, but you also need to score at least one or two runs a game. You had the former Cub provide a big moment in game three with Jock Peterson uh, with the big home three-run shot uh, on Monday. And then San Francisco, Los Angeles has lived up to the hype. That has been a phenomenal series. I watched every out of it last night. With the Longoria home run, the last out off of Beatty's bat that almost got out. I think it had an above 800 expected batting average. That that series has been remarkable. There's a part of me that wants that. I think that series is going five. I just think it's going to be hard for the Giants to win two in Los Angeles. At this time, the Dodgers have not named their starter for game four. Giants sending out Anthony DiScofani. Um, and then in game four for the Giant or for the Brewers, and Braves, it's uh, Lauer for the Brewers and Charlie Morton for the Braves. So I think that the if I had to pick one series to end today, just one, I'm picking Milwaukee, Atlanta. I think Atlanta gets the job done. It's going to be tough for the White Sox to get the job done. Don't get me wrong, but I think they can do it. But I think the Dodgers-Giants are going five. So here, here's my, my full flat-out prediction. I'm saying the White Sox win to force the Game 5. I'm saying the Dodgers win to force the Game 5. And I'm saying the Braves win to clinch the National League Division Series. Win and move on to the NLCS. Let me know your predictions. Hope you're watching. Uh, the playoffs going to be exciting. Make your second listen to any one of those playoff teams. Make your third listen locked on Mizzou and keep it locked on to the Locked On Network each and every day. Coming back at you tomorrow with some Cy Young talk for the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, be sure to follow me on Twitter at LJFastball. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. And until I talk to you guys tomorrow, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic rest of your day.